Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. This is Talking Welsh Football. I'm your host, Lawrence McCarthy, and I'm brought bringing you today uh, the Cabran Celtic manager, uh, the man himself, James Kinsler. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Thanks, mate. And yourself? Very good. Very good. Now, I brought you on the show today um, as we're trying to bring some more awareness to the Welsh leagues and particularly the, the lower leagues. Um, I thought you guys would be a good fit um, because... Myself, my family, all down from Cambrian. So I thought, you know what, let's let's bring in something from there. <laughs> so I just wanted to uh, start off with asking, uh, what kind of made you start the coaching, and when did you start that aspect of your role? Um, probably when I was about sixteen, seventeen. Um, just in school, nothing really. Um, just like the year seven and eights, um, and then got an opportunity to go on the football leaders course, and it sort of just shot from there, really, and. Um, youth, a couple of youth teams later and a reserve team job later and finally got the, the chance as a first team manager. Yeah, that's that's brilliant. Uh, what was it that specifically attracted you to Cambrian Celtic? Um, I mean, I played there when I was younger. Um, I was about six or seven when I first went there. Um, it was obviously a club that my dad played for and me and my brother started playing together and um, we, played, well, we played together for a while, junior football and just, yeah, it was but it was family run club really. So we just went there from the beginning and obviously had a little bit of a stint away um, at other clubs, um, as as everybody does. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it just it led me back to the Celtic when the opportunity came that I stopped playing. And yeah, it was about five years later I'm still here. Wow, it's great to see that kind of retention there. Uh, so obviously there's been a kind of tough couple of years with COVID. Um, and it can be seen a little bit in the club's kind of fortunes. You were all doing quite well before COVID and it's been a little bit difficult to start. Has that been a massive effect or is that just something that everyone just has to get on with? Um, I mean, for us as a collective, we obviously lost a lot of players um, in a short space of time. Um, so obviously pre-COVID, we was just kind of trying to stay in the league and um, doing the best that we could just to try and stay up for that That last little bit and obviously then COVID hit and we were lucky to get a couple of points on the board before COVID um, so for us you know during the COVID times yeah it was obviously difficult that we wasn't playing the league and um, we wasn't playing like competitive fixtures but we got a chance to kind of um, beat together a little bit um, and you know work know that what we was going to do was going to benefit us later on and in the long term um, plan that we've got you know short term it was obviously going to be hard to not play like I said um, you know, for us, we were looking at the bigger picture of, you know, this is the time where we can bring younger new players in that don't really know the league um, and they're not known to people. So they can go under the radar a little bit until we were ready to, to start. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a plan that's working. You started picking up some good results. Uh, obviously, um, by my accent, obviously I live up in Scotland. I can't exactly come along to the games, but just keeping up in Twitter, it's been it's been good. Yeah, no, uh, it's... Obviously, Welsh domestic football doesn't have the money that it maybe should have, um, and there's not as much support as other countries might have. What, what would you say has been your experience so far at this level? Would you say it's it's been really positive in showing the development of Welsh football, or would you think that there is massive help that needs to come? Um, a little bit of both, if I'm honest. Um you know, like from my point of view, I'm, I'm quite fortunate that we've got a grassroots side of the club and we've got an academy side, um, which has benefited the first team um, quite a lot this year when, you know, we've been struggling for numbers and 
Um, I'm quite uh, good, uh, quite close with the 18s manager at Gwent County and um, the 18s manager in the Cymru South League and obviously our development manager in the in the Welsh League, in the Welsh Premier League. So we're quite fortunate that we've got three avenues where we can like dip into uh, the 16 to 19 year old um, kids that are coming through. Um, and, you know, we've we've had a couple this year that have, um, that have shined for us big time. Um, you know, Lewis McCauley, only 16 and he's, he's come in and um, we miss him when we don't play him because of his energy levels and stuff, um, which, you know, is is really unheard of at um, this level of football. You know, at any first team level is, is, is kind of unheard of, um, you know, but, you know, he's held his own and he's been he's been excellent. So, you know, on that side of it, you know, they get to learn early um, and they've got to learn early, you know, but again, then the money side of it, you know, they do. We do need a little bit more funding in terms of bringing bringing everybody through. No, yeah, all completely fair. Um, definitely need. Kind of when you look at the disparity between the Welsh leagues, the English leagues, well, everyone in the English leagues, but even like you look at the money that goes into Northern Ireland and Scotland, there's a lot, of, there's a big difference there, and the money that's in the game. So it's definitely something that could improve. Um, yeah, it's, it's something that uh, obviously is a unique challenge in towns like Cambran, which kind of the new towns, there's still these village identities. Why is it you would say there is so many? still prevalent of these kind of lots of clubs in Cambran and not the big attendances that you maybe saw in the early 2000s with Cambran Town like what what would you say kind of causes that um I'm not really sure to be honest um you know obviously there's a lot of teams in Cambran and you know and I, I've had I've had friends that have tried building clubs themselves in Cambran just to try and you know stick together as mates and you know it's, it's fell through for them um, you know, possibly because of the funding situation and because of the supporter situation. Um, but, you know, I, I know from from personal experience when you know if we don't have a game, you know, I, I tend to go and watch other clubs locally, and you know, I'm I'm quite good close with close with managers around here, and you know, they watch us, and you know, so I th- I think it's it's hard to to put a stamp on it, but it's like I say, it's a difficult situation when there's so many clubs in Cumbran on Torvine for that matter. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. It's just it's obviously it can be quite baffling when you look and see fifty thousand people and then attendances of a couple hundred. But obviously you got to compete with the clubs in the English leagues and the actual English teams themselves. You're Man United and stuff like that. But yeah, do you think there, do you think there is that kind of potential for bigger crowds coming in in the town, like kind of young people getting more involved? Um, I mean, we're we're quite well. We're fortunate, and we're not that we play on Friday nights sometimes. So you know, like the other the other week, we played obviously Ammonford that had you know Leon Britton and Lee Trundle in, the, yeah. in their side, um, which obviously is a bit surreal. Um, but you know, they, they obviously got a massive following. You know, with with the Swansea fans, and that's you know with, when they play on Friday nights. You know, we can see that it's obviously a you know a good thing for them. You know, they get four five hundred a push. You know, sometimes even more. Um, the same when we went to Britain Ferry a few a few weeks back on a Friday night. You know, I think I think the Friday night games help massively. Um, you know, in terms of you know when like Swansea are away and you know the teams you know down that area and if um, you know if Pontypridd the home on a on a midweek fix. You know, I think the Cardiff you know so a lot of Cardiff fans will try and follow. Um, you know, Pontypridd and obviously the same when you go higher. You know, you know Barry Town got a great great following. Um, you know, Cam Bryan are obviously, you know, in our league and, you know, they bring their junior section and their academy all the way through. So they've obviously got a big support and following as well. And they, they seem to be doing it right as well. Yeah, they, definitely. I think uh, obviously there is that 
the benefit of not playing on more traditional days sometimes can be that big boost in the leagues. Um, and with like those big clubs you've mentioned, you've got like Barrytown United and obviously the Premiership have a pretty big support. Um, yeah, is it? Is it maybe partially you've got like like you said, kind of talked about before, you have these kind of old town loyalties kind of ideas with like your Chrysler Kellyogs, uh, then you've got like Cumbran Town, stuff like that. Is it maybe a struggle to get people in just because of these loyalties? Um, sometimes I think so. Yeah, you know, I know obviously there used to be a big rivalry between, you know, the three of us, you know, before, probably before my time. Um you know, and obviously I've watched a couple of games, you know, Celtic and Crossy and actually our reserves are playing each other tomorrow. And I know obviously that's a little bit of a little bit of a temper one with use over the past few years. But I'm obviously I'm looking forward to going to watch that one. But yeah, I, I think you know, previous, you know, the older older experienced members would probably remember when it used to be a bit of a rivalry. But I think because everyone's such a, you know, they all, everyone's young now and you know, obviously everyone's friends with with everybody. I think it's just a lot of mates, you know, check on each other's results and you know, obviously we do have obviously the banter and stuff when, you know, when we obviously lose and or if we win and they lose, do you know what I mean? But yeah, I don't think it's anything like it used to be. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, obviously, the club has a very unique kind of history in the way of uh, the area. It's, uh, it's a very similar kind of history to obviously shared name title with Glasgow Celtic with the kind of local Catholic community setting up a charitable kind of foundation. Do you think that's yeah. something that is like a kind of a great feeling being about the club, knowing those kind of charitable roots? Um, I mean, yeah, for, for us, obviously, you know, back back in the day, it was, it, that's what it was. It was, you know, Catholic club and it, it was all about that. Um, you know, obviously as, as the years have gone on and, you know, things change, you know, it, it has changed slightly, um, but we're still, you know, there's a lot of the, you know, the older generation, like I said, are, you know, still the Catholic roots and um, obviously the younger players coming through, you know, with and even myself, like I'm, I'm still learning about the history. Um, I know we've got our 100th year coming up as well, our centenary year um, in the next couple of years, which is obviously going to be massive for the club. Um, so hopefully, fingers crossed, I'm, I'm still in charge when that when comes <laughs> around. <laughs> no, no, that's good. That's good. Um, obviously, like, can I... We've seen the rise of like a lot of clubs uh, over the past kind of 10, 15 years at in, in the Welsh leagues as well and just across like kind of less funded leagues. Do you think that the club has that kind of, obviously it's been a, a tough start to the season so far, really start to pick up results and it's been good. Um, but do you think there is that potential to kind of take the next step in the future? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously the personal drive of myself, I, I want to be at the highest level that I can possibly be at. And at the moment, that, you know, that's where we are. Um, you know, as a collective, you know, we spoke about it in, in many meetings that we want to be uh, thriving for the Welsh Premier League. Um, obviously, we know we're a long way off it at the moment. Um, but, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. So, you know, that's kind of the attitude we've got as a club where um, we are pushing and striving for the same thing. And everybody wants us to be Welsh Premier League. Um, and be that number one team in Gwent. But obviously, it's going to take a little bit of time and a little bit of patience. So if people can bear with us, then I'm sure we'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, no, brilliant, obviously. I want you guys to get up there. It'd be, it'd be great for the town and also just to see a club with such a long history kind of getting in there and displacing Cambran Town as the team that was up there, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> 
No, um, drawn slightly away from the domestic side of the game. Um, obviously, recently there's been some really big international games and really, really big international games coming up. We're possibly qualifying for the World Cup. What kind of general thoughts on that? Do you think Wales will we have it in us, or do you think there's still that little bit to go yet? Um, no, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I, I think we'll, uh, I think we'll, I think we'll beat Belarus quite comfortably, um, with or without. Uh, Bale, I'm not. I'm not quite sure yet, <laughs> but I've seen positive pictures of him training today, so um, I think uh, he might be okay. But um, yeah, I think you know, and obviously the 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 Belgium game then is going to be massive if we can, you know, if we can take three points at, against Belarus. Um, you know, I'm only, I know we only need a point then against Belgium, but we always seem to do it the hard way, don't we? So uh, I can imagine us drawing on Saturday and then beating Belgium at home in front of all those in front of the red wall. So yeah, no, I'm looking forward to the two games. To be fair. No, no, I definitely take that. <laughs> um, I don't think my nerves good, but uh, no, that's that's brilliant. Um, it's obviously it's such a crucial part um, of the development of this team. Like we've not been at World Cup since nineteen fifty eight, um, and we're coming to the end of our golden generation, if you like. Obviously, there's some really promising young players in there, um, but it'd be fantastic to see my country at a World Cup. <laughs> But no, it's just, it's such a fascinating time. And it's a question I've asked uh, a previous guest on here. If there are any players that are currently uncapped or don't get selected that you would call up, who would be kind of your, your go-to? Oh, oh God. Um, oh, it's a, it's a, I think it's a hard one. Um, obviously, everyone looks at the English league, don't they? But it's, um, it's, a, it's a difficult one. And it's because there's a lot of young, young talented boy, uh, boys coming through. To be fair, like obviously, I think England are Mister Mister Trick now with Matty Cash going to to Poland. Yeah. You know, I think he's a he's a good he's a good right back. Um, uh, well, I don't even I've never even thought about it like that. To be fair, <laughs> put me on this put me on the spot a little bit. I mean, <laughs> I mean, right right now, I wouldn't I wouldn't change anybody because obviously I wouldn't take anybody because it's hard enough to pick a Welsh side at the moment when you know <laughs> Wilson and. Brooks uh, and Bale and is all fit. It's, it's hard to fit everybody in, and you know. So, I, 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 my honest answer, and you've really thrown me off. And a lot of people that know me and watch will watch this will be very surprised <laughs> that I couldn't answer that question. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. That is a that's a hard one. Um, I think personally, the big thing we need to call up is a striker, because um, obviously Kiefer Moore is going to miss the Belgium game. Uh, yeah. I mean, Belgium if Christian, was, if Christian Deutsch was fit, I, I mean, I'd say Christian all day, you know, come Van Lad and everything. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, if obviously if Christian was fit, then yeah, I'd, I'd be saying let's take Christian, but obviously, unfortunately, he's, he's not. And, um, you know, it's, it's going to fall a lot on, I think, Tyler Roberts on, on the weekend, unfortunately. But, you know, we play a lot of football now, don't we? So, it's you know, it's gone on the ways of the, the big number nine, I suppose. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I think that I think Tyler Roberts could do a job. Um, yeah, he's got, if he's got those players around him, then it's better than playing Mark Harris, in my opinion. I think he's, <laughs> I think he's a good player, but I don't think he's quite ready yet. Same with Cole. Yeah, no, being I brought into the squad. I find it a bit odd. Yeah, I, I did as well for you know for a while, but you know, obviously being a being a Cardiff fan as well, you know, I, I know the two of them quite well from from games and stuff, you know, and, and they're good young young lads, and they, they're going to work very hard, and you know, working under Ramsey and 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 Bale, I, I think they're going to come come good eventually, it's, you know, same as when Ampadu first came through, and you know, he's one of the first names on the team sheet now. Um, yeah. 
yeah, you know, I, I think I think the young lads will, will have enough. But like I said I agree. I think uh, I think Tyler Roberts' experience, if if like I say, if Bale is unavailable, um, I, th- I think Tyler Roberts is the would be the main man. But Robert Page has surprised us in the past, so I'm uh, <laughs> I dare say we might be in for it again on the weekend. Just final kind of question to wrap up. You've mentioned them there, Rob Page. Is he the man to take us forward? Personally, I don't think so. Um, I think he's been a great stopgap. Um, you know, all the all the stuff with Giggsy, you know, I thought we played some excellent football under Giggs. Um, you know, I think we need a, and there's no disrespect to Robert Page, obviously what he's done in the game is great, but I think we need a bit of a bigger name. Um, you know, yeah. the young the young lads coming through, I think, um, that that want to play football and get on the ball, you know, I think it's the right way of what we're trying to do as a country and as a as a collective moving forward. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think a bigger name potentially coming in um, would would be great for great for us. Yeah, no, completely agree. So who is this big name? Who who you Britain? Oh, for anyone, <laughs> any any manager in the world that well, realistic, not Pep Guardiola and that obviously, but who who would you think would be the perfect solution currently? Um, I'd like to see, obviously, I know a lot of coaches go through the Welsh pathway as well. So um, I'd like to see like a big name, like a, like a Thierry Henry, put his name in the hat or right. someone who's, you know, someone who's, someone who's done the national, national game as well. So they know the, the national game, um, you know, but obviously my heart still cries out for Bellamy. Because, <laughs> I, I, you know, I think you could, I think you could turn the, turn the crowd. But yeah, someone like, a, like an Henri, I think, or, you know, like obviously I know Roberto Martinez is obviously with Belgium. Um, he's he's obviously been he's been superb as well since he's obviously took them. But yeah, I like I think I'd like an honorary. I think it'd be selfish and like an honorary. <laughs> Listen, I'd take it. Um, <laughs> he's learned under Martinez. He, he should play good stuff. Uh, yeah, no, thank you for coming on. Uh, thank you for listening, to the show, ladies and gentlemen. And I shall see you next time.